Welcome to the Voices of STEM podcast, a podcast highlighting the stories of marginalized students on their journey to become STEM professionals. Each Monday, you'll get a deeper look into the lives of a current STEM student told through their successes, challenges, and complexities. I'm your host, Dr. Stacey Dutton. Welcome back to another episode of the Voices of STEM podcast. This week's episode focuses on something that STEM students commonly struggle with, whether to go the MD route or the PhD. So let's get into this week's story. Hello, I am a recent Black biology graduate. My concentration was in neuroscience. Uh, I was always good at science and math, so I've been blessed with encouragement to pursue a STEM career. Um, For as long as I can remember, I wanted to be a physician, but almost every black and brown child that is good at STEM is encouraged to become a physician. That career has the most representation for people of color. And that's good, but it can also limit our potential to exceed in other STEM careers. It wasn't until I went to undergrad and had the opportunity to explore more STEM careers that I was even tempted to choose one outside of medicine. Because I have gone to black schools and grown up in predominantly black spaces, I had confidence in my place at a PWI. Many of the difficulties other black and brown students had pursuing STEM at a PWI kind of went unnoticed for me. Of course, there were times when I wasn't taken as seriously as my white peers or times when I wasn't given credit for my work like I should have. It wasn't like the racist undertones and microaggressions weren't there. I just had a strong enough background and support system to endure a lot of it. My parents raised me to be confident in knowing I belong wherever I was. They didn't teach me to conform, they taught me to conquer. Naturally, I sought out other black women in STEM for friendship and mentorship. I purposely looked for black student orgs just to have a safe space to vent and also share ideas to create better experiences for black students on campus. I made sure to insert myself in rooms where black professionals would be. Whenever they had mixers or panels, I was there. Even as an introverted person, I knew how important that would be. I didn't always say something, but I was sure to be in the room. And by doing this, I was able to meet an amazing black female scientist who shared a lot of my passions and visions for STEM. I made sure to sign up for as many of her classes as possible. I was a little bit of a pest, but with a purpose. I made sure to get in her lab. I knew that I could learn a lot from her, so I made a point to know her and make sure she knew me. It wasn't until I started to take more of her classes and get involved in her lab that I switched career paths and decided to pursue a PhD. Actually, it was shortly after a presentation for one of her classes that I made the switch. I was doing a group presentation dissecting her research article. I was really just doing what was asked of me, but I went into depth over the figures for the paper. When the presentation was over, she was impressed with my analysis of the figures and told me that I should consider research. She knew I was pursuing an MD, but I think it was because she was so passionate about something as small to me as figures that I took a career in research into consideration. She was my mentor before then, but after that moment, I started to seek her for mentorship a lot more. Not many people outside of academia know much about research careers, especially people of color. I actually didn't feel confident enough to tell my parents and other family members about completely switching to a PhD until after I graduated undergrad. That was my biggest fear, believe it or not. In all honesty, I had to do a lot of self-convincing and soul-searching to know that it would be something I really wanted to do for a while. 
That's the thing about being a black woman in STEM. It can be hard to motivate yourself into going after what you love, especially after you've received so much support for what you thought you wanted to do. While many STEM students of color struggle with being accepted or taken seriously by their white peers, my biggest hurdle was openly pursuing my passions. I didn't want to come off as inconsistent or like I was giving up on my dreams towards my family and supporters. I definitely don't think I would have gotten to the point where I felt comfortable changing careers if I didn't have the support of my mentor. It especially helped to see her do so much in her career and even outside of it. She was still saving lives and doing phenomenal work in the name of science, so I thought, you know, why couldn't I? I was just recently accepted into a PhD program in neuroscience. It's a great feat for sure, but my greatest success story was probably before then. I have to say that I felt most successful when I was part of a mostly black lab in undergrad with a black female PI just doing amazing research. Being a part of that lab gave me so much confidence and reassured me in my place in research. Our lab was heavily sought after and our branch projects like community service and other initiatives just made me feel good and reassured me that the work we were doing was very much needed and appreciated. I'm super excited about my acceptance into the PhD program. Now my biggest fear is probably being able to locate the same resources and safe spaces on campus as I had in undergrad. I'll be the only black student in my program and there aren't any black professors in my program. I'll of course continue to lean on my current support systems. I'm just aware of how much more difficult this new season will be. Up to this point, I would have to say that my biggest takeaway from this journey has been to rely on mentorship as much as possible. But that may also require you to seek out that mentorship for yourself. It doesn't always come to you. Even as someone who hates speaking with a passion, I understand the value in placing myself in certain rooms. Sometimes you have to pull up your own seat at the table. You should thank the host, of course, but make sure your presence is known. Sometimes you have to pull up your own seat at the table. You should thank the host, of course, but make sure your presence is known. Wow, what a powerful statement. I really enjoyed this week's voice. So that statement that I just read really resonated with me because I, too, am an introvert. And at times I find it extremely difficult to network. And this is often compounded by the large scale that some of our conferences are. And so I commonly go to the Society for Neuroscience meeting. And I mean, we're talking about upwards of 30,000 individuals in one space. That is totally intimidating. But it's important that you find your safe space, a space that you feel supported in. A strategy that I always use is that I challenge myself in these particular settings to meet at least one new person. This method has significantly helped me in building my professional network. It's less pressure and you get the opportunity to build a professional relationship. Make sure to follow us on social media at Voices of STEM on IG and Twitter. See you next week.